life doesn't get easier, the truth of the matter is we get stronger. And now for Faith When Life Gets Hard, Part 4. Well, thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. We'd like to share just a little humor. These are few different teachers in their interaction with one of their students. The first teacher said, she's to little Frank, she said, why are you late, Frank? Little Frank replied, he said, because of the sign. She said, what sign? He said, the one that says, school ahead, go slow. Here's, here's another one, a teacher, she was talking to little Luis, and she said, George Washington not only chopped down his father's cherry tree, but he also admitted doing it. And she said, little Luis, do you know why his father didn't punish him? Little Luis replied, he says, because he still had the ax in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> And the final teacher, she was talking to little Clyde. She says, Clyde, your composition, entitled My Dog, is exactly the same as your brother's. Did you copy his? Little Clyde replied. He said, no, ma'am, it's the same dog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've been sharing a little series entitled faith when life gets hard, faith when life gets hard, and we're on part four. We've been using for an initial text, the book of Romans, chapter five. We've been working our way down, really, verses one, two, three, and four, and five is where we're trying to get to. So we've been working our way down. I think we've gotten as far as as verse three. But we've just been having so much fun, so we've just been kind of camping out and just enjoying God's Word and having fun, learning His Word and talking about faith when life gets hard. So this is part four. This is part four, faith when life gets hard. And we'll just read Romans chapter 5. Verses 1, 2, and 3 again. Verse 1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Then verse 3 is where we kind of left off. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. And we define tribulations. Tribulation means pressure, means stress, 
means anguish, adversity, affliction, means crushing, squashing, squeezing. Anybody ever felt crushed, squashed, squeezed? You're under a lot of pressure, you're under a lot of pressure, you're under a lot of pressure. You know, when you put produce in a blender or in a juicer, that's what it's doing. It's, it's squashing it, squeezing it, pressing it, pulling the juice out of it. And so that's what life, you ever felt like you were in a juicer? <laughs> life will juice you. <laughs> and so that's what life does, puts pressure on you, tries to squeeze whatever's on the inside of you out. This is where we get a chance to see what we're made out of. Get a chance to see what's on the inside of you. And so, but it's also, we talked about the anointing oil is made through the crushing of olives. And so, it's where your greatest anointing is found. When you go through some challenges in life, the anointing, the anointing is released in your life. There's a greater anointing. There's a greater anointing. There's a greater anointing that's released in our lives. So in verse 3 it says, and, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. And we've gone through several reasons why we glory in, in tribulations. But here's another one. As it goes on in verse 3 it says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation also knowing. And so we glory in tribulations because we know something. Because we know something. Everybody say, because we know something. Because we know something. So knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Tribulation worketh patience. Tribulation worketh patience. So trouble works patience. It employs patience. It produces patience. It puts patience to work. Not in and of itself, but it's the grace of God working in our trouble. So it's the grace of God. The grace of God produces something in our trouble, in our challenges, in our afflictions, in our hard times. The grace of God produces something in our lives, and it's patience. It's patience. Remember, hard times are not to destroy us, but to mature us, to strengthen us, to settle us. We have a chance to grow. We have a chance to develop. We have a chance to learn. We have a chance to become better. We have a chance to become stronger. It exercises your patience. Without hard times, without difficulty, your patience would get no exercise. And so notice we rejoice knowing that trouble worketh patience. It exercises your patience. Now exercise causes things to increase. Increase comes by exercise. Your muscles are developed by exercise. So you get stronger when you're in the gym because you're exercising your muscles. Your endurance increases. You run on the treadmill, your endurance increases. So increase comes by exercise. Exercise causes things to increase. And so trouble exercises your patience. So trouble is like you're on a spiritual bench press. 
And so you're getting stronger, you're working out, and so you're developing the muscle of patience. You're developing the endurance of patience. So you're actually working, you're exercising. So something is growing and developing in the middle of challenging, difficult times. God is working something. The grace of God is producing and working something wonderful in your life. Now, I want to just let you know that life doesn't get easier. The truth of the matter is we get stronger. And so we get stronger through all of these challenges and difficulties and ups and downs in life. It makes us stronger. It makes us stronger. And so you get to a point where it seems like life gets a little easier. It's not that it's getting easier. You're getting stronger. You're now able to exercise and use your patience. You're using your patience. Let me talk a little bit about patience because this is what it produces, patience. Patience isn't just passively waiting. Patience, it involves waiting, but it's not just passively waiting. A part of patience is how you wait. It's how you wait. It's not just waiting, but it's how you wait. Patience Godly patience is waiting with a good attitude, waiting with a good attitude, waiting with a good attitude. A lot of people wait, but they don't wait with a good attitude. So godly patience involves waiting with a good attitude. Patience is a positive steadfastness that bravely endures. So it's endurance. It lasts. It continues. Patience means constantly constant. Constantly constant. Constantly constant means consistently constant. Constantly constant. Consistently constant. So notice that patience has to do with you continuing. You continuing constant. You continuing constant. This is patience. You're able to continue. You're able to keep going. You're able to endure. It's constant. It's constant. So you don't quit. You're not knocked out. You don't cave in. No, it's constant. So patience has to do with consistently constant. Constantly constant. You're consistently constant. So you're consistently constant. You're constantly joyful. You're constantly enjoying God. Your faith is constantly strong. You're constantly praising and rejoicing. You're consistently constant. Now, you may be under pressure. You may be under pressure, but notice it doesn't stop. Doesn't stop your faith. Doesn't stop your joy. Doesn't stop your love. Doesn't stop your generosity. Doesn't stop your praise. You're consistently constant. You're consistently constant. You're consistently Constant. Isn't that good? That's what patience is. That's the force of patience. This is Bible patience. This is Bible patience. So you're consistently constant. You're still enjoying God. Still enjoying life. You're still enjoying because, remember, patience means remaining the same. You're consistently. Before the trouble came, trouble doesn't change you because you stay consistently constant. That's patience. That's patience at work. And so this is what God is doing. Under pressure, God is saying, under pressure, can you remain the same? Can you remain the same under pressure? Under pressure, can you remain the same? Can you still be joyful? Can you still be kind? Can you still be loving? Can you still be giving? 
Can you still serve? You remain the same under pressure. That's when patience is being developed. So patience has to do with being consistent, being constant, even under pressure. Man, when life gets hard, learn to say, I'm having fun. Learn to say, I'm having fun. Learn to, you have to, sometimes you have to do that by faith, but when life is getting hard, just learn to say, I'm having fun. Man, I'm having a ball. I'm having a ball. Life is fun. So just learn to say that. Learn to say that. Learn to say, I'm just having fun. My wife was telling me about a story that was on the news this week. A woman, her car had broken down on the highway, and on top of her car breaking down, she was walking. Her parents were coming to pick her up, so she was walking back up the highway along the ramp. And as she was walking, she fell down in a manhole. And they said she fell all the way up to her head. But fortunately, she wasn't hurt or injured. She was able to get out. But so when things like that happen, that's when you got to say, man, life is fun. <laughs> life is fun. <laughs> So you got to stay constant. You got to stay constant. It was one thing that her car had already broken down on the middle of the highway. Now she falls in a manhole walking. And it's like one thing after another. But those are simply tests. And so this is where you stay constant. This is when you say, man, life is fun. Life is fun. Life is fun. See, that was like an adventure at an amusement park. And she didn't even have to pay for it. <laughs> I'm serious. People go to amusement park. They pay to drop. You know, you pay money to get on a ride to drop. She had a free ride. <laughs> Didn't even have to pay for it. And so that's what you have to say to yourself, man, life is fun. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. So relax and have some fun. Relax and have some fun. Relax. Learn to relax and have some fun. Because that's remaining constant. That's remaining consistently constant. Remember, patience is being able to go through it with a great attitude. That's what godly patience is, is you're able to wait and go through it with a great attitude. Let me give you some more about patience. It's a grace ability to last through it. It's lasting power. It's endurance. Patience is what keeps you from quitting, from giving up. It undergirds you. It undergirds you. It undergirds you. If you look in our sanctuary here, if you look at the balcony, you notice we have those pillars. You see those pillars there? That's undergirding the balcony. It keeps the balcony from caving in. The support beams, extra support, extra strength. So this is what godly patience does in your life. It undergirds you, keeps you from falling apart, keeps you from caving in keeps you from quitting. And so patience, it undergirds you. And we're going to get to that. I'm going to show you that in the Greek in a moment. But it's the ability to maintain your, your, it's the ability to maintain your joy. It's the ability to maintain your joy. Man, patience undergirds you to such an extent where you're able to go through things and still maintain your joy. That is what Bible patience is. You go through things and you're still able to maintain your joy. And this is a grace. This is a grace. Now keep in mind, this is not in and of your own strength. This is the grace of God at work. This is the power of God at work in your life. Listen to this verse. I love it. It's a prayer um, that Paul teaches us over in Colossians chapter 1, verse 11. It says, 
he prays that we would be strengthened. Watch this. He prayed that we would be strengthened with all might unto patience with joyfulness. Isn't that powerful? Now watch this. He prayed that we would be strengthened with all might, all of God's mighty power that would strengthen us unto patience with joyfulness. And so he was praying that the very power of God, the grace of God would strengthen us where you can be patient with joy. You can be patient with joy. You can go through it and still maintain your joy. That is what Bible patience is. That's what Bible is undergirding you where you're lasting, you make it through it, and yet you're still joyful. Yet you're still joyful. Yet you're still joyful. Yet you're still joyful. I love that. That's Bible patience. Now we think about the power of God. A lot of times we think about the power of God externally. And so we think about the power of God to raise the dead. Or we think about the power of God to heal the sick, open blind eyes and heal lame legs and open deaf ears. We think about the power of God, you know, in external acts of power. But notice this, there's a power of God that works internally. There's a power of God that works in you, that keeps you from quitting. It strengthens you unto patience with joyfulness. There's a power of God that allow you to go through things and maintain your joy. That's the grace of God. It's the power of God that's on you. It's the power of God working in you. The power of God working in you, strengthening you to still be joyful when you're going through. That's Bible patience. That's Bible patience. And so that's why we rejoice in trouble knowing that it's working patience. It's producing it's exercising, it's employing patience. This is Bible patience that's going into operation. So that's why it's so exciting that I'm no longer operating just in my own power. I'm depending now on the grace of God to strengthen me with all might under patience with joyfulness. That I can maintain my joy in this. I can maintain my joy in this. And I don't cave in. I don't quit. And I don't give up. I'm lasting. I'm, I'm enduring. And I'm enjoying God all along. It's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. And I didn't even have to pay for it. Man, that's Bible patience. That's Bible patience. That's Bible patience. I love that. I love that. So now... Remember, we talked about James 1, where he says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse tests to our temptation. Watch this. Knowing that the trying of your faith work is patience. He said the same thing. James said the same thing. He said the same thing Paul says here in Romans. It's working. They both said it's producing patience. It's working patience. Man, it's making you stronger. It's giving you the ability it's giving you the ability under the grace of God to be able to withstand, endure with joyfulness. You'll be able to have patience with joyfulness and to be strengthened by the Holy Spirit. So when you're in trouble, look for times of the Holy Spirit to supernaturally strengthen you where you can maintain with joy. That's the Holy Spirit. And so this is what believers have. This is what believers have that the world have no clue of. But as believers, we have a confident assurance that when I hit hard times, I'm not alone. 
I'm now strengthened by the Holy Spirit and by the grace of God to endure it with joy, to endure it with joy, to endure it with joy. It's Bible patience. It is a joy that is unquenchable. It's a joy that's unquenchable. Man, and so that's Bible patience. That's Bible patience. Praise God. In fact, Jesus actually used it himself when he endured the cross. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. For the joy. So even Jesus, when he endured all of that agony and affliction, Jesus was on the inside already seeing all of his brothers and sisters. He was seeing the family of God. He was seeing you and he was seeing me. So it was a joy that was powering him even through the crucifixion. Oh, man, I almost threw my tablet just in. Man, that's good. I saw that by the Holy Ghost. I saw that by the Holy Ghost. Man, that's, that's, that is Bible patience. That is Bible patience. That's by the Holy Ghost. So you're not alone. You're not alone. See, the reason people fall apart because they're trying to do it alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You have the Holy Spirit now to strengthen you with might. All God's almighty power. Strengthen with might unto patience with joyfulness. Man, that's a function of the Holy Spirit. That's an act the operation of the Holy Spirit. And so that's why we can count it joy. That's why we can rejoice when we get in trouble, knowing that it's going to produce, exercise, operate, patience. Oh, man, that's God's mighty power in your life. Woo, man, that's exciting. That's exciting. Oh, man. Y'all going to make me just shout by myself? Oh. <laughs> oh. Man, this is good. This is good. I'm just enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. This is the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Then James says, goes on and says, man, let patience have a perfect work. Oh, let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, complete, wanting nothing. Patience does us more good than trouble can do us hurt. The patience and the operation of God's power in your life does you more good than trouble can do you hurt. Praise God. So that's what's exciting about it. Here's a little bit. I'm going to give you some more definition of patience and then we'll call it quits. But patience, that's kind of funny. I said that because patience is what keeps you from quitting. And I just said, <laughs> I just said we'll call it quits. after. <laughs> See, patience is what keeps us from quitting. So I may have to just go on teaching. <laughs> See, I was going to let y'all out and stop, but patience is keeping me from quitting. <laughs> At least me and Clayton having fun. <laughs> All right, now listen to this. I'm going to give you a little bit of a Bible definition of patience, and I'll let you go. But patience means endurance. It means constancy means forbearance. It's the ability to last with great joy. The ability to last with great joy. Now, patience in the New Testament is the Greek word hupomone, hupomone. Listen to this word carefully. Hupomone in the Greek. Hupo means under. Meno means to abide. So you're remaining under. You're remaining under. You're able to remain under pressure without it 
caving you in without you quitting, without it stopping you. You're able to remain under it. And because you're powered by the Holy Spirit, you're powered by the grace of God, you're able to remain under. See those pillars we talked about earlier under the balcony? They've been here as long as we've been here. In fact, they were here before we were here, and they're still remaining under. That's patience. You're able to remain under. You're able to remain under. You don't quit. You don't cave in. You don't fall apart. You're able to stay put, man, until the assignment is completed, until the task is done. You're able to stay and continue. I like that. Man, those pillars are preaching. Preaching pillars right here in the church. That's a picture of patience, how it undergirds, how it remains under without caving in, without quitting. It supports you, strengthens you, keeps you, keeps you in the race, keeps you going. And it's a supernatural force. It's a supernatural force. So hupomone means to remain under, to remain under. So remember, it means under. Hupo means under. Meno means to abide, to remain under. Hupo means under. Meno means to abide. So you're remaining under the pressure. The Holy Spirit said this to me. He said... It's also, hupo means under, meno means to abide. Holy Spirit said this to him. He said, it's also abiding in him as you are under pressure. Abiding in him as you are under pressure. Abiding in him is in the very word patience. Abiding in him. As you are under pressure, he is your strength under pressure. Oh, man, it's in the very word patience. It's in the very word patience itself. Man, abiding in him when you're under pressure, he is your strength under pressure. Praise God. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. My time is up. I'm not quitting. I'm just stopping. <laughs> Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Man, I preach myself happy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, man, how many of you feel your patience increasing? You can feel the power of God. You can feel the power of God holding you. You can feel the power of God holding you. You can feel the strength of God coming into you. You can feel your joy coming back because it's powered by his grace. It's powered by him abiding in him when you're under pressure. Abiding in him under pressure because there now is another strength. It's now another strength here. It's now another strength here. You're abiding in him under pressure. You're abiding in him under pressure. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much, Lord. We just love you and, and praise you. We rejoice in you. We rejoice in the Holy Spirit. We rejoice in this great joy. We rejoice in this great grace. We rejoice, Lord, in the exercise of Bible patience in our lives. Thank you for being with us and in us and for us, Lord, making us strong. And we thank you, Lord. Use us for your glory. Use us to be a blessing in the world. Use us to share a little heaven on earth wherever we go. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let every heart say amen, 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 amen. 
those of you who are joining us by television or online, simply go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this entire series, Faith, When Life Gets Hard, absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend, share it with a friend, family member. But man, thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part four of the series titled, Faith, When Life Gets Hard, by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7998. That's 7998. To listen to thousands of free messages, or to send this message number 7998 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you, and you would like to help support this ministry, Go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often, because brother, you need the word. Oh,